thank heaven, the crisis, the danger is past, and the lingering illness is over at last, and the fever called living is conquered at last. Sadly, I know, I am shorn of my strength, and no muscle I move as I lie at full length, but no matter, I feel I am better at length. And I rest so composedly now in my bed that any beholder might fancy me dead, might start at beholding me, thinking me dead. The moaning and groaning, the sighing and sobbing, and quieted now with the horrible throbbing at heart. Oh, that horrible, horrible throbbing. The sickness, the nausea, the pitiless pain have ceased with the fever that maddened my brain, with the fever called living that burned in my brain. And oh, of all the tortures that tortured the worst has abated the terrible torture of thirst. For the naphthalene river of passion accursed, I have drank of the water that quenches all thirst, of a water that flows with a lullaby sound from a spring but a very few feet underground from a cavern not very far down underground. And ah, let it never be foolishly said that my room it is gloomy and narrow my bed, for man never slept in a different bed. And to sleep, you must slumber in just such a bed. My tantalized spirit here blandly reposes, forgetting or never regretting its roses, its old agitations of myrtles and roses. For now, while so quietly lying, it fancies a holier odour about it of pansies, a rosemary odour commingled with pansies, with rue and the beautiful Puritan pansies. And so it lies happily, bathing in many, a dream of the true and the beauty of Annie, drowned in a bath of the tresses of Annie. She tenderly kissed me, she fondly caressed me, and then I fell gently to sleep on her breast, deeply to sleep from the heaven of her breast. When the light was extinguished, she covered me warm, and she prayed to the angels to keep me from harm, to the queen of the angels to shield me from harm. And I lie so composedly now in my bed, knowing her love, that she fancied me dead, and I rest contentedly now in my bed, with her love at my breast, that you fancy me dead, that you shudder to look at me, thinking me dead. But my heart, it is brighter than all of the many stars in the sky, for it sparkles with Annie, it glows with the light of the love of my Annie, with the thought of the light of the eyes of my Annie. I hope you enjoyed my reading of For Annie by Edgar Allan Poe. Because tonight's was relatively short, I'm going to add just one more. It's called A Dream Within a Dream. Take this kiss upon the brow, and in parting from you now, thus much let me avow. You are not wrong who deem that my days have been a dream, yet if hope has flown away, 
in a night or in a day, in a vision or in none? Is it therefore the less gone? All that we see or seem is but a dream within a dream. I stand amid the roar of a surf-tormented shore, and I hold within my hand grains of the golden sand. How few, yet how they creep through my fingers to the deep, while I weep, while I weep. O oh God, can I not grasp them with a tighter clasp? O oh God, can I not save one from the pitiless wave? Is all that we see or seem but a dream within a dream? And that, dear listeners, was the end of tonight's telling of the poems of Edgar Allan Poe. I hope you enjoy these and that you join me again soon. And as always, good night.